No Block, No Rock, Season 2, Episode 23, our 51st. We're saying 51. Sorry, not going 50. I'm going 51. I'm being accurate. No, this. this is this is the special episode. This is All episode right. 51. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's our 50th special, right? And we had to make it special. Yeah, right? we had to make it special, so we know what we do. What do we do? We bring in another guest. Yeah. Another one. Another one. Jared's little brother, huh? Yeah, Jared's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Before we get started on this, oh no, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll introduce him first. I, like how I don't want to be rude. I like how he chimes in before he's even introduced. Yeah, he's not I even like introduced it. yet. He, he's ready. I like he's that's he's my ready style. to start cracking Jared, check cracking jokes on Jared. That's fine. So. Well, look, this was a long time coming. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, we went to the same high school. My brother kept asking, "When are you gonna, when are you gonna ask him? You gonna?" Ask? I'm, I don't want to bother him. You know, he's uh, he's busy. Selling houses and selling, stuff like that. Yeah, painting, painting houses, selling yeah. houses, doing it all, really. So, well, for our listeners, if they couldn't guess who this is, former walk-on team captain, mm-hmm. starting center, Dylan Utter, yes, Dilly Dilly, yeah. hey, Dilly Dilly. <laughs> we, you know, went from LV all the way to Nebraska or all the way to Lincoln, <laughs> and guess what? We're back in LV. Oh, so yeah. that's oh, right. Yeah. Back, back home. To the roots, right? Yeah, right back to the roots. So, <laughs> yes, uh, sir quick drive so before we get started dylan you knew jared in high school was he as big of a dweeb as we know him as he is today like i mean tell us a little bit about jared do you have any do you have any stories about throwing him in a locker or something because obviously this was not in the script you you're (laughs) you're obviously much larger than jared so did you ever throw him in any lockers anything like that, Jesus. that our listeners need to hear about. Not really. Jared should even before high school, I probably know him even running around as a little kid. But uh, long story short, <laughs> Jared's older brother was assigned to be my babysitter basically throughout high school is the way I would put it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So Jared was what, through a senior when I was a freshman? Yeah. yeah so right. we, uh, when you're a freshman, you kind of just stick to yourself, stay yeah. in the freshman hallway and... <laughs> I don't want Freshman. Jared telling the wrong people to beat me up. So like, <laughs> okay. I had connections. Just you had connections. Oh, you yeah. had taken still, you down. Still do. Those oh, yeah. those LV streets, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the hard back, out here. The backwoods, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Still live there. Still. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, you know who I talk to? I work with Sean McLaughlin. Okay. Coach oh, yeah. Mack, right? Pap South then? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. right. Yeah. And so, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm having Dylan Utter on. Do you have any, like, special questions you want me to ask him? And he goes, you know what? You know what you should ask him is, I want you to ask him about high school recruiting. Okay. Not not his recruitment to Nebraska, mm-hmm. but talk about high school rec- among high schools. Yeah. Right. Because like this whole thing with Gretna having their title yeah. revoked. That's Crazy. a bunch of bullshit. But go on. Yeah, I mean, and you hear like pretty prominent guys like on the radio or whatever talk about. Oh, my dad, his dad didn't want him to go to this school. So we went to this school instead. Mm-hmm. Like they can pick any school they want to go to, but then Gretna does it and it's, they get their title revoked. Yeah. But that's because Gretna and Mick had talked about this on our episode. Right. Gretna is the only school like probably in this area that can break that rule because they don't have open enrollment. Papio doesn't either. Actually, I don't believe there, there's no nope. borders too. So. Yeah. So you have to have like for the Gretna address. thing, you have to have a Gretna address. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Papio probably saying you have to have a Papio address to go to Papillion La Vista right. or north or south. Yeah. So but that, yeah, I yeah, but I just want you to talk about have you noticed like a just a recruiting? Have you like any Nick Sabins in in OPS yeah. that are just like a lot recruiters? of people have said Bell West kind of goes out and does that, you know, gets guys from from other districts and stuff like that, but you know, it's crazy that kids are going to youth football now to recruit, you know, that I thought that was the beauty of high school sports is, you know, you grow up with the guys you play with, you play spirit, play junior high, play high school. And it's like, yeah, you know, our school versus your school, you know, but nowadays you can just transfer and no one cares. You know, back when we grew up, if you transferred, it was like, well, we'll see you later on the field, buddy. And yeah. right. now it's just like, good luck. You're probably going to go, you know kill us in, in a game but hey uh, you know you're my friend now you know so mm-hmm. it's interesting but i mean if they're allowed to do it shoot why wouldn't anyone you know my uh my old roommate Riker five he's at millard south coaching too yep yeah i know those guys kind of do the same thing millard south has some good youth sports so i think they try to bring guys into the into the district but it's shit. sudden it is it is quickly turning into a business at all levels mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean like you have high school mercenaries like being hired as admin yeah like yeah. and they're just like low-key trying to get oh, yeah. kids over it's like dang like where do we draw the line okay so you know? we have nil right now for college kids 
pretty soon it's going to be NIL for high school kids. I mean, like these kids are going to have handlers, you know, in high school, like dealing, hey, which high school is going to get me the most money? Like Who, that high schooler that went to Ohio State and he took his yeah, whole senior year back. off or what? Yeah. It's like, Dang, what? <laughs> right. Collected the check and left. So hey, I don't wow. know. I don't even know. Do you? I mean, how is that even getting paid out? Is the million dollar deal? Does it get that in front? You know, lump sum. Payments, Here, here's here's what, what I will say about it. Let's none of us pretend and act like we do know, because I don't think anybody no. knows how this right. shit works. Not a chance. No, no actually, um, <laughs> NBNR has a special connection with all these NIL. No, yeah, no, we don't know shit. So I think you might as well start doing it though. Get some freaking current Huskers throwing. I don't know. Pizza and, and drinks. Right. Dude, we sent messages. Pizza and beer. We, we, we paid up some guys. Pizza and beer. Pizza and drinks. Yeah. You know, we have uh, two wonderful sponsors. Let's just talk about them right now. Uh, okay. We are recording here at Soldier Valley Distillery, uh, Patriarch Distillers. And Jared, what you sipping on over there? What am I sipping on? Usually yeah. I'm the one who asks you what you I know, but, on. but I had to lead in. So Okay, but so I'm looking on the menu, right? And I see the Betty Page. She used to be a pinup model in the 50s. Yeah. I go, hey, that's my style right there. So let me just grab this menu because I don't want to get the ingredients wrong, Kyle. I don't mean to be rude. Patriarch whiskey, strawberry simple syrup, and a little bit of lemonade. And it's it's sweet but not too sweet. Just like Betty. It's, just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so much anymore, but <laughs> but it, it's, it's refreshing. No regrets. No regrets, as they say. Mike, okay, you asked me, that looks pretty, you got a pickle in that? What is that? It's a Sunday morning. Yeah, what there. is it? Okay, so for those of you who, I, I'm not like, I don't like go out of my way to drink a lot of mixed drinks and stuff like that, but I do, I am a big Bloody Mary guy, mm. okay? And so I wanted to try their Bloody Mary, which is called the K-Ration. It's Soldier Valley Vodka, Bloody Mary mix, chocolate bitters, garnished with jerky and a pickle. And I will mm. tell you what, this is probably one of the best Bloody Marys I've had in a long time. Okay. So... Kyle and I were watching a playoff game, and we were at a at a, a bar and grill, and I got my, the, a Bloody Mary there, and it tasted like I was drinking straight Tabasco sauce. So, like, I, <laughs> well, I felt very like it, pleasant. I, I felt like I was going to be scarred like for a while from Bloody Marys, <laughs> choking it down. And I am glad that I ordered this today because it brought me back to revived you. Yeah, I'm revived. I can I can drink Bloodies again. Your you, your faith has been restored in Bloody Marys. Yes, because no. of Patriarch Distiller Soldier Valley Spirits. Absolutely, <laughs> Dylan. What are you Sorry. drinking over there? Well, we're at the most American distillery you could, you know, you could be in. So I had Facts. to I had to keep it uh, manly. Went with the old fashioned, the old kick in the six. So not yeah. bad, easy to drink. You know, I'm myself, I'm a beer guy. So this uh, this is pretty smooth though. Right, there you go. Okay, Kyle. Kyle. Last but definitely not least. Of right? course not. Uh, I'm drinking the CB. This is what Mike had last week. It's the Soldier Valley Amber Rum Blue Carousel. Mm -hmm. raspberry liquor and lemonade uh i chose the cb because i had a really good relationship with our cbs overseas okay uh and on our little camp there and uh yeah so so th this this cb here is for you boys so yeah we're raising our glasses on the video as you yeah. can see yeah yeah so for those of you who didn't know kyle uh is a veteran himself and had did take a couple trips so that is what he is talking about Good relationship here with Patriarch. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. Absolutely. So, so back to Dylan. Back to Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Right. Hi. Dylan. Like welcome, welcome there. to No Block, No Rock. It's <laughs> nice to have you. Finally, fifty episodes in, yes, we finally sir. got you. Yes, sir. <laughs> now so, it, that's what I was mad. Jared didn't ask me sooner. I figured I'd be top five. Look, I didn't want to. I don't want to be a burden. Uh, you know what I mean? That's all. I mean, like I said, pizza and booze and talking football. Listen, it doesn't <laughs> get better. Right? It's pretty good, right? <laughs> But hey, you're your fellow uh you're a fellow monarch. So yes, sir. let let's talk about, you know, that little it's not a huge pipeline, but mm -hmm. like in the mid nineties you had Reggie Ball, oh, yeah. wide receiver. Um uh, overlooked I was gonna say most overlooked probably Husker of all time. Because oh, yeah. he played in the league for a long time a with long the time. Eagles. Yep. Jeremy Selecta, former monarch. He was. He was a good uh, long story short, I ran into I think it was a sister or something one night out and he said that he actually lived in the apartments that I grew up yeah. in. So I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. You know, we both grew up here, went to Nebraska, kind of did the thing. Obviously, he played, so he has the one up. But, no, uh, yeah. yeah, we're happy to be here. And, you know, the Monarchs in the 90s just kind of ran stuff, you know. So that's kind of where the toughness came from. You know, La Vista guys, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we we kind of take that with us wherever we gritty. go. Oh, yeah. The old gritty lunch pail guys, we call them. <laughs> so, so sticking on the La Vista thing, oh, yeah. mm. so as a Monarch mm – -hmm. How does it feel that Jared 
works for the other, the the opposite, yeah. the non-OG Papillion. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's the trend, though. He works with a lot of former Monarch employees, teachers, coaches, and so they all kind of yeah. went over there. I don't know. it. It's something I don't know if I could do myself, but hey, whatever pays the Yeah, pay I guess I wouldn't consider myself a trader. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not a trader. I don't know how it feels, so I can't speak on it. transfer portal. I guess Jared is. But... <laughs> he took his talents ta down south. south right? yeah. Everybody well, else south is doing beach. it. Everybody else is doing it. I'm in the I mean, portal. Yeah, they do have great facilities over there. I don't know if you guys heard about the, the nice football uh, indoor they have over oh, there, but mm -hmm. that's all drama in itself between no, the two schools. No, dude, I don't know if you've driven by Monarch High, but they're getting a little something. Yeah, it something. does look sweet. It does look sweet. But might uh, even be better than Titans. I don't good. know. Good. I don't know. Yeah, as far as I'm not mad. As far hey, as academics and, and life after sports, but hey, they have the, <laughs> the football freaking facility in there and that's what we're here for. Yeah. So. Well and like, you know, we also went to school with Gina Mancuso. Oh yeah, Gina. She's significant uh, Husker volleyball yeah, she player, was of a course. Baller. So she was at Nebraska when I was there too. So yeah, that's kind of cool. She was Gatorade National Player of the Year when we were there. Yeah. So I mean, the school was basically Gina's school when we were there. They they had the whole day for her. They gave her the key to the city and everything. Oh yeah, Heck wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we need to give her the keys to No Block No Rock. So if you got an in, I mean, uh, <laughs> we did. She we did work together for a little bit. She mm -hmm. was up at Berkshire Hathaway when I was there. So she I think is the CEO's assistant. So. Oh. She, she might be up there. She's related to Roy Halu too now, so mm -hmm. you guys might go for the two for one. There. Hey. Oh man, it, we could take the whole the whole family. I don't yeah. I don't even care. Yeah, bring them in. <laughs> I was gonna say Roy. Roy ended up marrying her older sister, so yeah. I think they live out in Damn. Bennington. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, Gina was good, and then they had the Ralston twins. They were from Papio South, though, and yep. Then yep. Kelly Hunter was a stud too. Yep. Who went there, so. I mean, I don't know if you guys can call it, but it looks like a little dynasty over there. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. know what? Hey, we got to we got to keep it in LV, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LV. Girl sports schools. That's what we used to say back when he was in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Well, hey, no. not much has changed at the uh, University yeah. of Nebraska. Exactly. So. Hey, women, women's basketball. Shout out. Shout top out. five wow. wins. Yes. So big shout out. That was cool. electric. That was incredible. That was just a fun game to watch. That's everything that like we're looking for in every other sport. sport. Have you guys been to a women's game or no? I have not. I have, I have, yeah, I've neither, never so. been. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, Amy. If you want to hook us up Connie. with some, some sideline seats, yeah. No Block, No Rock will <laughs> gladly sit in yeah. and cheer our asses off. Yeah. So, right. I mean, two. Well, they beat two top 10 teams and they're still mm -hmm. not ranked at 19 and 6 or whatever. Yeah. But they lost two in a row uh, last week. So Kind of put them down. Or what? I, I think so a little bit, but they haven't been getting respect all year. And you know what? They're gonna probably get like a seven seed in the in the tournament, and Hansen. that's fine. You know, let them let them crawl in there. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's good. They let, let them be overlooked a little bit. Play underdog. You know, yeah. See if that works. Yeah. Better than the men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, was it last week or the week before they did sneak out a? a win yeah. Finally. Was yes, they did. Week? Last week against, against Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> good for them. Imagine that's... being Minnesota basketball. Yeah. What a bunch. Of you them. lost to the worst team in the country. How does it feel? <laughs> The I mean, worst. Shoot, the, the basketball team was supposed. To, this was supposed to be the year, though. Go dancing, get the first tourney win, and everything. I mean, Fred's got to be on the hot seat then, or what? Oh, eighteen and a half million dollars. Say differently. Just, <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. We don't. We don't need to dive into that. I. I am a season ticket holder for basketball, so I put myself through a lot of agony yeah. between football and basketball. I'm sorry, but you know what? You know they, they sometimes they have glimpses of fun basketball to watch, and yeah. then there's usually like a ten minute drought of just. What are you doing? Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I was there, they had T Pet away though. So oh yeah, really fun to watch. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prolific scorer. Did, did you hang out with any of the basketball players? Not really. Um, just kind of seemed like the football guys hang out with football, baseball, baseball, basketball, basketball. For sure. I mean, if anything, you try to hang out with like the lady sports just to kind of integrate. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know when I first got there, people would always. God, I can't remember what baseball guy it was, but him and Taylor Martinez were always like. In some type of battle, I don't know if they were dating each other's girlfriends. Oh, but oh. Beef. it would be it would be funny though, because you know it'd be on you know that's when Twitter was first a thing and people weren't monitoring it, and baseball <laughs> kids would get on there and talk crap, and then it would just be a big ordeal. So. Yeah, I, I feel like at the university, and you probably could tell us this, like volleyball girls probably chill with the football players. Or maybe is it football and basketball since they need like a like a taller guy, right? I, I mean, no, it just kind of <laughs> depends, really. You know, which crew hangs out with crew. You know, it could be like. You know, I don't know. When I was there, it was everyone had their own clique. You know, usually it's scholarship guys. Scholarship guys, walk-ons were with walk-ons. And from there, you kind of branched. Did the other sports have local Nebraska people? Usually those guys kind of stay together. But, um, I mean, you just try to have fun, whether it's, you know, the soccer team, the volleyball team, or whoever the heck it is. Right. So, so 
Sam Hahn said this. Once a walk on, always a walk on. Oh yeah, walk uh, on you, baby. All That's right, Nebraska, there it? you go. So yeah, let's yeah. let's talk about you know coming walk up as a walk on yeah. from Monarch High and mm-hmm. like what's that journey like for a walk like and even talk to you know future players that might be listening yeah. to this. What's it like to be a walk on at Nebraska? Like yeah. what's what the mindset got to be? It's just it's just different now. What did they sign four walk ons this year or something? What was the walk on class this year? Not significant. Not as not like it used, as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think I signed with. 15 or 16 guys and mm. quote unquote we dubbed ourselves as the greatest walk-on class ever i don't know if you guys have looked at the lines like andy janovich brandon riley i was up there sam Hahn, my roommate was simpson Riker fife um ross desuris like all of us guys were scholarship ended up playing and so i mean you don't really get to see that in your everyday walk-on class i mean right. the good thing about us though is like we signed only like 14 scholarship guys that year and by the time we're out. I think we had seven guys left or something. Nice. Know? Wow. So like they all left or got kicked off or quit or this, that, and the other, but it kind of is nice for some of the walk-ons we can squeeze our way. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But no, like uh, Jared was saying, you know, at a high school, I had like two offers really North Dakota and then West Point army. So it's like, well, Heck I'm not yeah. going, I'm not going to the tundra and I'm definitely not going in the service. You know, I wanted the yeah. college, you know, route a little bit. So, you know, you could have got offers from the other Dakotas. I just never wanted to go to their camps. You know, I was busy trying to go to like the Iowa State camp, Iowa camp, K-State, Kansas, you know, really was just shooting for that D1, you know, D1, you know, lifestyle really. So I think it was the first first game or weekend in my senior year, Nebraska sent me like unofficial and like, oh shit, did I really just get this in the mail? You I'm know? on the radar. Yeah, so were you a Nebraska fan growing up oh, then? Oh, Okay. I and mean, any picture you see me and I'm probably wearing a Husker shirt or okay. a Husker hat. You yeah. know, it's just like one of those dreams I always had that you don't really think that, you know, could ever really happen until you go up there. But they sent me that letter. The shitty part was we had a rain delay in our Friday night game, so we had to reschedule for that Saturday. Oh my gosh, shit, they're never oh. sending me another, you know, hand <laughs> night again. But I mean they ended up doing that. I probably went to two or three games throughout the year and then um, you know, it was time you know, to decide and I remember North Dakota even like, hey, we're in town to do a home visit. And I'm like, just not answering the phone. Uh, is it North Dakota or North Dakota State? North Dakota. Okay. North Dakota State wanted to offer, you know, they're like, come to the camp and we'll offer, you know. And I'm just like, I I don't really, one, don't have the money to go up there. And okay. two, yeah. I don't have the time to go up there, really. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, Nebraska or bus, really. So they they would hold like Sam Hahn had talked, you know, they hold that walk-on day where like all the walk-ons had came and. Sam said what there was only X amount of number, you know, X amount that they were taking. And then they said that in the meeting. I'm like, oh shit, I better tell them I'm coming now. You right. know. So I think I called Coach Cotton every week for about three, four weeks. I'm like, are you sure that I'm coming up here? You know, never talked to Bo Pelini once. Like hmm. I mean, not once. And I still went there. You know, Barney was just the main, you know, source of of contact. But you know, you go up there, walk on the first summer. I went up there. I didn't have a roommate, so it was kind of shitty. Like my roommate didn't come to the fall. So everyone was on like the West wing of Selicol it was, and I was on the East side. So like, they're all hanging out. I have no roommate over here. I went home every weekend. I'm like, well, this is miserable. Hmm. You know, <laughs> did you kind of have second thoughts? Like, dang, should I have gone? To- I mean, you're just like, you're just like, I have no friends here. Uh, you know, it was kind of good for me though. Cause I'm like, well, let's go to class. Let's go to workouts. You know, I was in bed by 10 up by five, you know, I was just head down, you know, asking any of the guys there. I just had my headphones on. I'd go to class. I'd go to my room and stuff. But I mean, that fall comes, you know, the, you know what fall camp is, the 105, yeah. you know, you can only make the 105. So that first year, you're like, I ain't no way I'm making 105, go home, come back in the fall. And it's kind of weird, you know, with Bo Pelini, the scout team was just hell back then, you know, like you're not even really a part of the, like I was on the old line, but you didn't go to one offensive meeting. You didn't do offensive drills. You didn't do anything. You went to practice. You went straight down to the defense. You know, you did hmm. your warm ups straight to the defense and. I termed it as we're basically live dummies, you know, that stand up dummies that they have. I mean, you were right. like hands on knees, you know, just letting guys fire into your chest and pad. You're just cannon, you're just cannon fodder. You're just <laughs> sitting there. You're just sitting there and it's awful. Who uh who was the toughest defensive guy to go on, on to, scout? Yeah, to like just to like the beat on you at, when yeah, you were just on to, scout. Just team. to be on the receiving end. Yeah. Of- it just kinda depends. You know, you you kinda pick your couple guys who you do the drills with and like, all right, man, you kinda have that truth like but don't, don't mess me up. Come on, man. Don't remember, make me look like shit. I don't remember if you remember Joe Carter at all. He didn't really play hmm. too much. Joe Carter. He was number seven. I was going to say he was number seven, seven right? Okay. Yeah. But if you had to pull and kick him out, he was strong. I mean, not the best football player. Strong as an ox, though. And if you had to pull, he would just headbutt you every time. And you'd get, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what stingers are, but it's like, 
I don't know. It's like a some type of strain in your neck where it's like hot, cold, just the worst feeling. But I think I got those every practice. <laughs> oh, hell year. no. Oh, yeah. And you're <laughs> screaming like, are you OK? And they're like, just give me two minutes, two plays. And it just goes dead. But Joe was a beater. I mean, like I said, I'd go to against Baker May or not make Mayfield. <laughs> Baker was the, he made a special appearance. He yeah. should have. He was actually same, <laughs> same walk on class as me, but it's a different school. Right. Uh, no, Steinkuller, he had those freaking long arms. Was he the last five star? Like he was the last five star we recruited in the longest yep. time yep. before, you know. Should have we had a five star since then? Nope. Nope. Him and Marlon Lucky are, say, are the only two I remember are the Marlon only Lucky. Two, really? yeah. 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 Him are I think they're the only two in like the last twenty years. So yeah. Scout team though, I mean that that's literally the only thing I mean that was one of the most, you know, main motivating factors. You're like, I would rather not play football than be on the scout team, you know? So hmm. you go through that whole year, you know, I'm just thinking, all right, wait till my time in the spring ball comes, I'll work my ass off and shoot. I ended up so Jerry kind of knows I was a big guy going, you know, growing up. So I came into Nebraska a little overweight. And so my goal is drop as much weight as possible. And so the first day we show up, me and Mike, uh, Michael Rose, if you remember him, Mike yep, Rose, yep. So he was a little bit overweight too. And so we all weigh in first day, whatever. Don't think anything of it. We go to work out the first day and they go, Mike Rose, Dylan Utter, you guys are over here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell no. Hey, like, what the hell does go this to, mean? Go to the fat, <laughs> yeah, we're like, the fat area. Oh, fat camp. <laughs> like, you guys won't be uh, working out to the team until you lose weight, you know? So, what? I, I okay. swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Discrimination. So, really, though. Wow. It, it gets better. I mean, we had to <laughs> gets pull prowlers, pull, push sleds. I mean, run on the treadmill until, you, you know, you were down weight. But uh, <laughs> it, even before, all right, so that happens, right? And I'm losing a little bit of weight. You know, I'm a big guy. I probably came in at like 310. I wanted to get down to 270. You know, I'm like, I'll be here for five years. We can, you know, <laughs> I'll be here for five years. We'll you be know. here. You know, I'll lose some weight. Just to 10 pounds that. a year. You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll accelerate it even faster than that. So like, you know, I'm, I'm the walk-on guy in the summer. You know, I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, ball out and you do this thing where you put on like a weight belt two guys have a weight belt and there's like you know a rope in between and obviously you just fucking run the other you know run opposite directions and <laughs> big vince valentine goes up oh like, no yeah. and no one wants to go against him i'm like fuck this I'll, go. <laughs> I'll do it i'll do it. this is my time so i go up there right i go to put the weightlifting belt on and it won't put it won't strap on. no i'm too big for it i'm too big for it <laughs> they don't have extenders on that i'm shit. like what size is this i just use one in the weight room like did you get the small size so you know, Coach Dobson was there. He goes, Utter, what the fuck? You know, he's like, don't ever come out here until you lose weight again, you fat fuck. Just absolutely goes off on me. Just goes off. So, I mean, a couple years later, I'm down at like 270. He's like, Utter, what the fuck are you doing? You weigh 270. You think you're ever going to play here at 270? Like, you don't remember you calling me fat in the fucking... I was like, no, I never said that. I'm like, jeez. So... That, I mean, that was it right away. You know, I was like, I got to lose weight, you know. So the fir whole first semester, you know, I wasn't – we report, report, like, the first two months of college, I, I'm sure you guys know. I mean, it's just a rager, you know. And I'm just thinking, I'm not going to party. I'm not doing anything. Like, coaches are going to see me. I'm going to be like, a good boy. And that didn't happen. Oh, you weren't? <laughs> Dylan wasn't a good boy. Well, it's like, well, the first two months, you know, you do that. And then you realize, like, all right, I'm on scout team. You know, these guys don't even watch scout film. They don't, you know, they're right. worried on winning this Saturday. They don't care about what Utter's doing on scout team this week. Oh, man. So, I mean, you go through that. You go through the winter. You know, I'm just busting my ass. At this time, I'm like 270 now. So, I'm in better shape than all the linemen. You know, I can outrun them. I'm decently strong. I'm probably top five, top ten strongest, you know, out of those guys. So, it goes good. We go into spring ball, which is crazy because you're just trying to learn the whole playbook. And all these scholarship guys in your grade have already been through fall camp. They've already seen the fire, you know, and you're just trying yeah. to learn fucking inside zone right, inside zone left. So comes like first week of practice or something and uh, Ryan Reeves goes down with an injury. So they throw me into the fire at 270 and it's like, uh, I can't remember who the center was, but then it was Andrew Rodriguez right next to me. Mm -hmm. He goes, you know what the fuck you're doing? And I'm like, no, he's like, just listen. So, you know, I balled, I kind of balled out that spring. I thought, you know, I put in the work and some guys had had some knee injuries and stuff. So go through the whole summer. Like I said, I'm whole summer i don't drink either can you can you imagine i've been in college not drinking a whole wow. summer yeah and so the guys would come and fuck with me every day in the locker room like utter what'd you do for your max out this week and i'm like oh only five pounds They're like wow we were blacked out and we did 10 more uh, 10 more yeah yeah like is it worth it and i'm like oh yeah it'll be worth it and so then you know fall camp comes and they go oh, utter you didn't make this shit again i'm like oh lord i was like i'm i'm out of here i'm quitting i hate this like hmm. i didn't just bust my ass for a whole year you know just for right. guys to cut me really 
so from there, you know, talk to the coaches, are you transferring, transfer this one transferring wasn't a thing. So like, right. you, know, you don't really think about trans. You just like, I'm either going to be done or, you know, I'm so they keep... were legit worried about you. I mean, I don't know if you'd call it worried, but they're like, they're, yeah, they're oh, do we need another scout team guy? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. Need to call in Who do we need what? to call from the bullpen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring what? in the next dummy. Yeah, <laughs> Bring the next, in the next fat dummy. The next fat dummy. <laughs> really. I'm telling you, man, when they would fire off the ball, you'd be no pads too. And every, you're just a stand up dummy. You know, could you imagine just taking the helmet to the chest? No, all thanks. The time? Oh, Oh, no, then thanks. you have the jerseys and they'd push pull, you know, the old push pull, and you'd get rug burn on your neck from the jersey just rubbing <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Dude. It, was, it was miserable. That that scout team, well, Coach Kaz, you know, because it's what was his name, Coach Kazis? Yeah, yeah. Rick, Kizitz. Kizitz. Rick Kizitz. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, that man was a psychopath. I, I mean, <laughs> he was a psycho. I mean, right after he got fired, he got in a little trouble with the law, if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We'll backtrack to, to that first year. Aaron, Aaron Curry, if you remember him. He was a D tackle. He was in my class, but he was only there for two years before he transferred to uh, was it TCU. Okay. Okay. So Kurt, me and Curry were like one and two. We worked out together. You know, we did everything together except for he was playing, you know, as a true freshman. But he played like the first three games. And back then it was like the rule where you could barely play and your red shirts pulled. Right. So mm -hmm. they screwed him over and they pulled his red shirt and they never played him the rest of the year. Because wow. you couldn't play one snap. Yeah. Right. right. One snap and you were like, done. It was like two quarters you could play or four full quarters you could play or something okay so he does that right and coach Kaz would just rip on him every day he's like you stupid you know just f mother effing him up and down the field and so curry you know i was his partner in drills so we'd have it i'm like please don't mess up on drills i don't want to go again you yeah. don't want to go again <laughs> so we had a system i'd blink left if i was inside zone and right you know i'd scratch my arm wow and, oh, i just didn't want him to get yelled at i just didn't want him and so there was one day at practice and you know, when you're on scout O and it's team, you know, team overs, team D, the good guys. And we're just standing on there and they come back and Curry's coming in. Coach, Coach Kaz is just on his ass. He goes, fuck you, Curry, fuck you. You know, just the whole team period, right? So then special teams breaks, he comes back and whatever. They do it again. And he goes, you know what, Curry? I started thinking, it's not fuck you. It's fuck me forever recruiting your ass here. Oh, <laughs> hell no. He's like, and I'm hey, sure that cut oh, deeper than all. He's like, next time your mom calls up here while you're not playing, I'm going to let her know. I, I was like, damn, dude. You got to bring mom into it? Oh, and he would, ha he would have, he'd like, I'd just roll up into my knee, you know? There'd be rumors that he would try to like slam his wrist into the door so he could get his red shirt back. Oh, wow. I mean, he ended up transferring. I mean, he was a stud too. I mean, he, he could have helped us out quite a bit, but hmm. No, that's that's my coach Kaz and Aaron Kurt, you know, Aaron Curry story. But so so yeah, like we were saying, you know, um, so after that first full year, I'm going into my second year. And um same thing, you know, went through the spring ball. I was kind of balling out, you know, doing my thing, rolling with the two, you know, the two string, you know, second string. Um, but then I'm getting more kind of confident talking to the coaches. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not here just to be the normal walk-on guy to walk out of the tunnel, you know. That's pretty cool, you know, the first four or five times. But when you're not playing the football game, you know, how cool can it really get? You're getting hyped right. for your boys. That's fun. But, you know, so I go in there one day during spring ball and I go, listen, here, you know, I'm not here just to be this guy. Third, I'm like, you have me with the third team. You know, I just start name dropping. I'm like, I'm better than Joe, Jim and Jeff, you know, and it's like, I'm not here to block the third string guys that are just, you know, bodies, you know, so. That kind of goes through and, uh, you know, we're, we'd be in this, you know, film room during spring ball and, you know, I haven't had any playing time, any sign of playing time. And Coach Garrison's watching film one time and he's like, everyone, I just want you to look at Utter right now. Look at what he's doing. He's like, Utter, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you step, you know, left it six inches. You want your right foot through the crotch and blah, blah, blah. You go, exactly. You guys, this is why he's going to fucking play this year. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, man. Just got real. Rewind, rewind. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Right. And hear this right. I mean, well, that third year, you know, I was just, I kind of went all, or second, you know, the retro year kind of going into my third year, but I went all in. I was like, I'm sitting in the front row next to Mike Mowdy, who you guys should have. He's a papillion guy now. He lives around here. So you should get him on. But Mike was a good mentor, good dude. I sat by him and, you know, so we go through that spring, same thing in the summer, busting my ass. And this time I'm probably like 280, you know, gained 10 pounds since, <laughs> since yeah. the 270 days. Okay, but, okay. you know, go through the whole summer and uh, another thing had happened. You know, I'd work my ass off and I remember Amir came up to me. He's like, Hunter, what have you been doing? You're looking kind of slow, you oh, know. I was, like, well, Amir, if, you're yeah, like, I was like, if Amir was telling me this, I think I got something going on. You know, he's <laughs> like, you, you're getting better, blah, blah, blah. So we go through the spring ball and, uh, you know, I finally make fall camp, you know, get the call. You made it. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, you know, it's all paid off because back then my goal is just to be, a, you know, too deep. You know, if you're in the too deep, you're going to travel with the team. You're going to go to the games. You know, you're going to probably see some playing time, maybe be on PAT. So 
my goal was always just to be on, you know, two deep because, you know, starting being a captain wasn't even in, you know, the forefront, but we go to fall camp and, and Jake Cotton has like a back injury basically. So they're, they're baby and Jake all spring, you know, all fall camp. Well, so. hold on. Was that, was that the one where he, he fell back? He just uh, fell back. Oh, it was that year though. <laughs> yeah. It was that year. Okay. Oh, my can, can we take a, a slight break <laughs> yeah. and talk about that? Yeah. Like that is like one of the most used gifts of all time. I, I feel <laughs> where he's doing, but like eventually catch yourself. Big like, you know, like, catch yourself. Cause like you flinched that butt cheek, dude, you're trying to hold it. Like no oh. one saw that. No one saw that. And then like, he just held it too long. <laughs> The funny thing about that, though, so I'm Jake's backup that whole year, right? And yeah. so that game's at Michigan State. It's mm -hmm. freezing fucking rain. It's awful. And ironically, I have pneumonia. So I'm sitting on the sideline. Jake falls on his ass, and I'm like, please do not put me in. Please do not This is put your me Michael in. Jordan moment. I was just like, no, this is not me. I'm sitting by the – you know, they have the heaters yeah. on the side. I'm like, do not put me in. Like, you know, I thought my head was going to explode on wow. the planes, you know. Just like I feel like shit. So yeah. that's my good story about that. I'm like, just don't take him out. Just <laughs> – and we got our, I mean, we got our shit kicked in that game. I mean, the O line, the next foot day on film, you know, Coach Garrison was like, You guys must fucking not like our starting quarterback. He's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> then Riker five comes in. First time fives played in the game, right? Same thing. I think he goes and actually scores or something. Went goes and scores, but first three plays, he just gets put on his ass, put on his ass. Garrison goes, We don't like our first quarterback. Hell, we don't like our second quarterback either. <laughs> It was just like, what are, what are we even doing here? I mean, we almost won the game. What was that when DPE about, yeah, you know, he that housed return. that return? And yep. somehow we sque almost squeezed that out. Yeah. But that fucking game, I had pneumonia and I was on the sideline. I just could not stand it. So how much shit did you give him for, for all of that? Like, like obviously, we have not seen anything like it since yeah. or before. I've never seen anything in any level of football yeah. ever like right. ever the thing is you know social media was just tearing into him, oh so yeah you didn't have to say poor guy hey. i mean he's he's a walking meme for the rest of his life for yeah that. but speaking of guy that got skinny you should see what jake looks like now i mean he's probably 210 i mean he's skinny as hell so yeah i mean he was a guy that had to force feed you know his plate was probably this big in the training table just because uh, he had to eat so mm. much i mean some of those guys you know you can either put it on real easy or some guys like mick and and jake and those guys they just have to eat non-stop but yeah yeah so we go through that jake gets hurt you know so i'm running with the ones and amir gives me another compliment he's like you know i think you're, you're gonna get some playing time this year so that goes through i see you know some spare time throughout the year played at fau and some of the non-conference games and you played like six games didn't you some and I, you started one right so i don't remember how many we played because it was the thing where garrison would be like you guys are all gonna the second string we're gonna all play blah blah, blah. and then what it was was after McNeese State, no one fucking saw the field again. <laughs> no one Deep. saw the field. He's like, you know, that game, Tommy threw a pick six with the two, second team guys in, a 99-yarder, and, yeah, he just never let us go back. <laughs> so, okay, so on Buzzing with the Boys, Amir yeah. talked about that McNeese State oh, game yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Was the locker room – how was the locker room after that game when Amir pretty much carried us to victory against – an FCS school. Yeah, that's just kind of what it was is, I mean, one of the best players you'll ever see in football. I mean, the game's over at that point, and I don't know how he doesn't go down, but that was one of the most miraculous plays you'll see. But, no, Amir was one of one of one out there. I mean, the way he could cut on a dime, really. I mean, he's, you know, this close to the ground when he's cutting. His knee's mm -hmm. about touching, but he was special. He made a lot of, you know, he made the line probably look better than what we were that year, too. I mean, he was making one miss in the backfield, it seemed like, every time. But, yeah. So, yeah, we go through that year, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's we have two centers go out that year. Mark Pelini tore his knee in the Minnesota game. And then Ryan Reeves is getting his first start in the Iowa game, tears his fucking knee or breaks his leg again. So they put in our third, third guy, which was Paul Thurston. He was the scholarship center that they brought in my class. So, I mean, Paul is a good dude, good athlete. He just didn't have that, you know, the dog in him that, you know, per se. But – He's not an LV dog. He's not a dog. You know? <laughs> He's not from LV. I just hate to say it, but I mean, it comes to play. But so, you know, he gets hurt. He finishes that game. Well, that, you know, is the Iowa game. We're getting ready for the bowl game against USC and Bo gets the boot and everything. And so it's kind of open, open enrollment at that center position. And so me and Paul, you know, coach was like, well, I was playing left guard at the time behind mm -hmm. Jake and never started center. He's just like, you know, move over there. You guys will have a competition and we'll see what happens. We'll see who gets a nod. So. This is a pretty good story. We go down to bowl games, and I don't know if anyone's talked to bowl games. You know, that first day is just a shit show. You got, like, the midnight curfew, and everyone just goes ballistic. You know, you just hit, hit up all the strip clubs, anything. If you're not 21, you go to the strip clubs. Hey. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only place you don't have to be 21, you know. So we'd all go there, blah, blah, blah. So the next morning comes, and you got to go to, like, 8 a.m. practice. And 
Hmm. We're sitting on the bus and uh, me and another, I mean, we're all hungover. Me and another guy, we get into a little argument, right? And, <laughs> you know, bickering back and forth, bickering back and forth. Long story short, he gets up and he whispers me. He's like, if you get, if you put your hands on me, I'm going to knock you out. So I'm like, wait, what? So I get up, right? And I, we kind of like, Headbutt, I headbutt him. He swings on me, and I just wail on him. You know, oh, th- no. three right overhands right away. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Stitch him up. Everything. He's squirting right, and I'm like, oh fuck, Utter, you just messed up your opportunity to start. You know, you're getting kicked off. You're going. You're getting sent home. I mean, Shoot. this is crazy, right? So they put me on another bus, and we show up to practice, and you know, we're in the we're in the training room. Trey, I'll name drop Trey Foster. Yeah. He's getting his freaking stitches, whatever. <laughs> and, oh uh, no. Coach Garrison comes over to me and he goes, what the fuck happened over there? And I was like, ah, you know, just being drunk guys. And he goes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have like a 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. curfew tonight. And he's like, and I wanted you to take the number one reps today. I'm like, what in the hell? I thought you were going to send me home. And now you're telling me I'm starting yeah. this game. I was like, <laughs> it's the opposite. So I, I opposite. Beat, beat his ass and I got to start, start a game. game. Could you believe it? And I'm like, <laughs> you know why? Because you had that dog. Because you were a dog. I swear to God. So, you know, it's funny is Coach Cotton has an article out like the week. He's like, you know, Donutter's gonna start blah blah blah. I don't, did you play junior high football at all or no? Unfortunately. So with Coach Wood, right? <laughs> yeah, Ray Wood. Do you remember he used to say Walmart wannabes and junkyard dogs, right? Because <laughs> we practice right behind right Walmart, by the, and the junkyard was right there <laughs> oh too. So, so what yeah. was Jared was a Walmart wannabe, oh my right? God. And you were a junkyard dog. I was, you know? I was, I was bag and save, bro. Yeah. I suck. <laughs> So, so that's what he'd say. Like, if the left side was up, it'd be the Walmart guys. If it was the right, whatever. So, Coach Cotton has this article, and he's like, you know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog, and that name just stuck. They just started, you know, running random guys would just be like, "What's up, junkyard?" You know, or just yeah. something like that. But craziest story. I mean, that was USC. So we go out there, yeah. and I don't know if you remember who the starting freaking D lineman was for him. Freaking oh. Leonard Williams. Leonard yeah. Williams. So I'm getting my first. Good. I'm getting my first nod against Leonard Williams. <laughs> And, well, speaking uh, of being thrown in the fire. Yeah, thrown in the fire. Never started center or played center my whole yeah. career. And I'm like, here we go, you know, Leonard Williams. And, I mean, we're going to team events where USC's there and the, and the Huskers are there. And he's walking by. You're like, God damn. Like, this is the guy I'm going to have to block. But <laughs> good thing, I'm, I, a, good thing I, I'm a junkyard dog. Yeah, good yeah. thing I'm a junkyard. Can like, I just be the fat dummy like, again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you're right. Send me home. <laughs> um, the, the funny part about that is um, – so he'd move out to the end on pass rush, you know, and so he could get, to, you know, so they'd run a game, which is like tackle the D tackle goes out and the end comes around, you know, just a loop. And yeah, so Leonard William comes around and he's just got a full head of steam and just bull rush me, walks me back, walks me back. And he goes, wow, kid, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, what do you say back? You're like, uh, yeah, no, you, you suck. suck. <laughs> you know, exactly. What are you going to say? Like, shut up. Right. You're a fifth round, not third round. I'm going to give you <laughs> stitches too. Right. Some stupid, you know. So like, that, it, it would be so much better if the dude was like, yeah. man, you trash. I mean, did but you? not like he goes, you're like actually bad. He's like, you suck. He walks what me all the doing? way back. He's like, kid, you suck. And I'm like, wow. You know, what sport <laughs> you know, you, are you yeah. playing? I mean, did you watch the last busting with the boys with um with uh, Channing Crowder and uh, the other dudes on there? Oh, I, uh, I just watched Bo. I'm sorry, I just watched. Yeah, Bo. I uh, think that's the only one. Bo really? and Amir, the only ones uh, I've ever they're, watched. They're classic. You have to watch them. But Channing Crowder was on there. He's talking about Jonathan Ogden. I was the best tackle, and he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be passing, and Jonathan Ogden was like, Oh no, little fellow, you need to hit the weight room. That's what how I felt in that moment. He's just like, Oh. You're just too little, big, you know. Uh, so, no. so, so he's your Jonathan Ogden. Oh, yes, yeah. it's, it's oh, funny though. So anytime he makes a play on that big screen, you know, he gets a couple extra claps from me. But yeah, we'll have to. Yeah. So I mean, so that happens. You know, Bo gets fired. So I mean, that was a shit show on its own. You know, everyone is pissed. You know, it's like guys winning nine, ten games. Is he freaking out on the sideline? Yeah. Is, is he's he a junkyard dog. You know what I mean? So. I mean, you know how it is. Kids need to get cussed at. I mean, kids uh-huh. need to get yelled at. I mean, with Bo, you were. I mean, you walk on eggshells whether you're going to class, whether you're going to meetings. I mean, you never wanted to get in trouble, really. So that was that was a good thing. I mean, he he developed guys that way. So once he got booted, I mean, that was crazy as hell. Anyways, um, you know, we got the we got an email saying he got fired. You know, they don't even have the guts to really tell you that your head coach gets fired. We we, we heard that audio at Lincoln North Star. Yeah, the Lincoln North Classic, Star audio. Isn't it? That's sweet. Yeah, so where where were you at when that video was recorded? Front row. Like where? No, you know it's funny because everyone's like, "Who the fuck's the mole?" You know, so but it wasn't me. Don't the dogs the mole. Yeah, the dogs. No, no, no. The dogs the mole. Never, dude. I would never do that. Like when that came out, it was just like, 
because Bo was under wraps because someone had leaked that Iowa audio like the year before saying, you know, fuck the fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Oops. us versus the world. <laughs> yeah. Us versus the world. But no, that was interesting. I mean, I don't know if anyone mentioned it, but, you know, so he gets fired on what it was a Saturday. And then we have a team meeting with Eichhorst on that Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eichhorst comes in with three bodyguards with him. You've heard that. Three. Co- what? Yeah. Three oh, bodyguards. Shit. With him. We did not hear that. No. Yeah. And I didn't mean, he just like speak a couple words and then he was out? Like, well, I mean, it wasn't sort even- of. Alex Alex Lewis, like I said, Alex Lewis was a fucking badass, and he go, he just stands and goes, you know, just motherfucking. He was like, "Why the fuck would you fire a coach? You don't show up to practice. You ain't around, you know, games. Like we don't even know who you are, you know." Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, "Well, if you fired him, fuck it." He's like, "You better bring the best motherfucking coach in this, you know, country. We're in Nebraska." And then Sean's like, oh, okay. "Let me introduce yeah, you." So to I mean, and then we all see the ticker on ESPN, and did you have to Google him too? I mean, didn't everyone? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. The players that were playing for him had to Google Mike Riley as well. I mean, so. we, I was, I'll was i never forget in the training room, you know, there's probably six of us in there. And we're like, you know, Mike Riley, great guy, but I mean, 500 coach, you know, at Nebraska. Guess what want, he finished? You want 500. 500. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you want Urban Myers going crazy like that in Nebraska. Right. I mean, ah. so he came in and I mean, from there, just, I mean, the floodgates just opened, you know, there was just no discipline really. Like guys were showing up late to lifting and like not getting repercussions for it. And I mean, you, you ask anyone that played under Bo, like they still have nightmares and missing workouts because you had to do, you know, okay. the punishment is called hundred, hundred, uh, hundred get-ups or uh, Turkish get-ups where you hold a plate, you press it, you're standing up, you press it, you bring it down to your chest, you sit on your ass, you roll on your back and you know, so oh, fat hell guys, no. you got to roll to the side, you know, <laughs> yeah. fat guys, you got to roll to the side, but the skinny guys could just pump it out. But you know, guys would just come in whenever. And it, it just like, there was no structure really. And what most people say is with Bo, you know, the academics, you know, su- support staff had, you know, Bo's support, the medical staff, the weightlifting staff, you know, anyone that was involved was all on a team. And then once Riley was there, it was like everyone had different views. Like Boyd Epley was telling the strength staff to do this while they wanted to do this. And then the trainers wanted to do this while this, you know, and just like no one was on the same page. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was just all bad, you know, then you got the players bitching about this, that, and the other in the locker room. And then, you know, so it, it was, it is what it is. So you were a team captain during that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, does that irk you a little bit that things kind of went that way under your, under your watch, I guess. I mean, like yeah. I mean, you went from walk on to captain. Right. So, it, and then the struggle, I mean, yeah. we heard your grind. I mean, you busted your ass yeah. to get I mean, to that point. You didn't bust your ass to go to lose games and we haven't yeah. made a bowl game I mean, since when? Since your since last when? year. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> since you got so I mean, how can I? Be, I mean, how can I be upset that you know my senior year we're the last to you know best walk on class. I mean, best walk on right, right, class. Yeah, yeah. We were tops. We were number seven at one point. So what was it, like seven, eight, no? I mean, yeah. Last last bowl game, last everything. So I mean, yeah. kind of is a testament to you know the senior class that we had. I mean, all of them were good dudes that put in the work, and you know you could just feel on a team when everyone has that camaraderie. Like you know, maybe they had another teams. You can't really gauge it until you're actually playing you don't know what the other teams are like when you're on scout team just because you're not around but like i said junior year that i mean that class had a lot of studs the senior years but i mean they just everyone was just complaining and stuff so Hmm. you know we wanted to flip the script obviously going into my senior year so you know we're balling out we're doing our thing and you know we have some guys leave that were big like malik left vince valentine left Mm -hmm. so i mean some studs left that really could have helped us but we go through the summer, you know, we're, you know, pre- you know, hyped and prepped for a good year. And then Fulty passes away, you know, mm-hmm. so you, you, you go through all summer and you have a week before fall camp and that's what happened. We all went away for a week. Fultz went to the kicking camp. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you throw that a weekend before training camp 105, you know, no one wants to say that it probably affected us, but I mean, once you lose your How could star, it not? Oh, 100%. star player, I mean, he's going to the NFL, he was yep. reigning, you know, punter of the year and. You know, so that that in its own was probably a bigger hurdle than most of us want to admit. But, you know, we we did our thing. I mean, our line was probably a little shaky then too. You know, Gerald Foster got hurt. I know David Neville had got hurt. So me and Gates were really the only ones that had some playing, t- you know, experience and and so we kind of rolled with it. We did. We knew we had great skills on the edge, like we were talking about. That receiving core, you know, probably went you know toe to toe with anyone. All those guys were NFL guys. So. Yep it's just a lot of factors. You know, the thing that always irks me is everyone talks about what, no, you know, the guys didn't lift or whatever. The, yeah. That's the biggest, that's the biggest true. thing that we've debunked. Yeah. yeah. It, it's been debunked on here. Every time we bring any, 
any Riley guys yeah. on. I guess what, what most people want to, and I'll vouch for this, is what it was is they would let you pick your weights, if that makes sense. Okay. And if you're letting the 18, 19-year-old kid pick his weights on a day he doesn't want to fucking lift heavy, what's he going to do? 45s. 45s, two yeah. plates, and, you know, just do his damn thing. So that's where probably there was a little bit of mishap. It was like guys, you know, because Coach Bo- or uh, Dobson and Coach Bostaff, I mean, they could tell you what we're doing in three years with Mark Phillips and them. You know, but hey, what are we doing for winter workouts? He's like, ah, you know, we're still working on it. I was like, what do you mean? You know, everything should be programmed on a schedule. So, right. I mean, we would still get after it, though. I mean, those weight room days were crazy. That was That's the only reason I stayed at Nebraska. I was like, if I'm not going to play, at least I'm going to be working my – You know, yeah. I, I love the weight room. Probably the best know? shape yeah. of your life, right? Exactly. He's like, well, you're not going to get this kind of workout or this nutrition ever, you know, besides right. here. So that was always my thing. And, shoot, I think the one thing I didn't walk away – I wanted the Lifter of the Year award, and I never got it. But Who got it? Luke McNitt, my senior year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Wasn't he also a walk-on? He was. He, yeah. was, he went to Kearney and then walked on, so yeah. – I mean, he was a good dude. He was pretty strong, but I mean, but but you went from a but he's not the dog. I mean, you know, he didn't have that dog. I dog. mean, great athlete, great thing, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. I wanted that, but so that's yeah. the one thing I'm salty. But yeah, like you said, going into the senior year, you know, I didn't, you know, with Fultz passing, you know, I probably had taken Fultz captain spot, so it was a pretty big honor for me, you know, because if he's on the team, I mean, there's no doubt that I was probably the fourth in that selection crew. Yeah. So. It was cool. You know, it was pretty good, big honor. You know, one thing I always say is I had 27 straight starts too. So hmm. kind of nice little dub thing, you know, 13 yeah. one year, 13 the other, and then that USC game. So never missed a game, you know, only came out for two plays because I dislocated my pinky, just pop that fucker back in and, <laughs> yeah. and hop in. But no, it, it was a good senior year. was real fun. You know, like I said, we're, we're rocking. Lincoln was rocking. We're seven and oh, I mean, yeah, you can't really draw it up any better besides getting that win against Wisconsin. Whoa. That's Wisconsin's yeah. like my rival. I fucking Wisconsin is where yeah, Wisconsin dude. is where the train left the rails. Oh. It was like that close loss, and then the next week was the blowout. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. I mean, just, yeah, physical. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio, physical. They have a Ohio lot of junkyard dogs. I mean, fuck. I mean, they came out. We always say this. I don't know if you guys listen to rap. They came out in the all black unis to some future song. You know, just yes. in the line where there's like just some ignorant yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude, just getting <laughs> they didn't after it, dude. You're yeah. like, wow, they might just. I mean. <laughs> Those are the guys where, you know, they have more than one Leonard Williams, you know. They got oh, yeah. a couple of those guys yeah. on that team. So, yeah. I mean, what was it? And then we threw that pick six, first play, third play of the game. I mean, Malik Hooker tried to freaking take me out. So, that was funny. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a weird game in, in its own. I mean, I'm sure you guys are questioning what happened with Tommy that game, just like everyone else. How, yeah, how he was a, just a dead body on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How do they release someone from the hospital that quick is what I want. <laughs> right. Oh, the Ohio State game. I was yeah. 62 to 3. Yeah. I was freaking there. That was the longest drive home I've ever had oh, in my yeah. entire life. Imagine the bus. I mean, bus back to. That's the good <laughs> thing about being on the team. You know, everyone's driving home and you're like, yeah, I'm ready back in Lincoln. Yeah. Right. It was like, and Tommy, I mean, came back in like scrubs or some shit. I, yeah, I'm like, I, what I, the I, hell? I wasn't sure. I mean, it was less than 30 minutes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. where the fuck's the hospital? It shouldn't have taken you 30 <laughs> minutes to get to the hospital. Where's the CT scan? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never understood that one, but you know, five comes in the game and we're down probably like thirty to nothing. And then it's just air raid. Just, just slap on the ass, like, hey, don't worry, buddy, this one's over. <laughs> like, just come uh-huh. in here, don't turn the ball over, and we're good. You should have told but, us in the stands that, hey, hey, they're they know it's over. So I mean, thirty to nothing against Ohio State. Yeah, it was pretty rough. You're gonna, I, you're gonna that's to... the first stadium I've ever been to that sold alcohol, and really? and my ass hurt when the game was over. Not only from the the game from the but from the amount of money i spent on the oh, 13 yeah. 14 beers yes yeah. so well so, yeah so, the reels did fall that's that was the shitty thing about then you know there's still probably a chance to go to the big 10 west you know and i th- i thought we could have but you know we lost to iowa too which probably knocked us out yep and i never got to beat iowa I never got to beat wisconsin so it's <laughs> well like you're the, not alone <laughs> yeah but fuck wisconsin they were, you were on the 2014 team that beat iowa though weren't you yeah, but I never. But I you didn't play, you know. Okay, so you it's like, doesn't yeah, count. it doesn't count when you're not playing. Count, okay. You know, that was a good game in itself, though. Too. Yeah, so. don't kick it to him. Don't kick and it to him. They did right. They kicked don't, it to him. Don't punt. Don't punt. I mean, hey, we yeah. had Demorney on twice, and it, it, it's fun. Yeah, he's good stuff. I'll never forget when Demorney came on the team. You know, his locker was right next to mine, and I'm like, "What position do you play, little guy? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, little feller. You know, he's like receiver. I'm like, holy shit, I thought you were a corner for sure. And then he ends up being an All-American punt returner yep. that year. Yeah, his like, freshman wow. year. Yep. God, he was electric. I could, I mean, I think a lot of that goes to I, what it was is the return teams were asked for a couple years. And Coach Bo was finally like, fuck this, I'm running the show huh. on special Interesting. teams. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's something that we've Sounds said familiar. on this show 
I mean, so this is episode 51. We've probably yeah. said it uh, 49 times our, at least. Our very first episode had to deal with special, special teams. teams. Yeah. And, and it was going into last season. We're like, yeah. special teams has to be an emphasis. Has to be. And so what's the easiest way to take care of special teams? Do it yourself. Yeah. If, you're a, if you're a head coach and you've done the grind of being a coach, you should be able to coach yeah, special you teams. Know, right. And, and obviously the special teams was the thorn yeah. All year a, again. Yeah, it's a copycat league too. You know, just what are you know what are the successful people doing? Watch mm -hmm. film. You know, how are they setting up their blocks or you know what gets guys open? But that return game in itself, I think you kind of have to just have a knack for it yeah. too. You know, like, you gotta have the guys and it's got to be the returner to their vision or their timing. You know, you'll see usually the ones that go to the house, like you know, they slow step it and then they just take off and find the seam. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's it was cool to watch DPE go off that year though. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Oh, so I was just going to say, so yeah. to wrap up, you know, your playing career, yeah. 2017, I, I went and I, I went back and I read your tweet, your, yeah. your farewell, like I'm yeah. retiring tweet. Right. Yeah. So talk about like, you know, a lot of kids are banking on the next level. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that it might not happen. Right. So kind of talk about like the thought process between like when you realize like, okay, mm -hmm. you know what? The next level isn't going to happen. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm going to do now. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a weird thing, my, my my transition out, you know, after that, you know, I thought I had to, you know, obviously I wasn't fucking road grading and pancaking guys, but, you know, enough to maybe sneak on a practice, make a little bit of bread while you're, you know, still young. But mm -hmm. um, when I got done, no scouts were hitting me up, no agents were calling me. So I'm like, shit, do I have a chance, you know? And I had like a little foot injury my senior year that I was kind of rehabbing too. And it was just like, you know, all that, once you're done with that senior year, everything happens so fast. You have to start training pro days there, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. you don't really have a time to decompress or breathe or, you know, anything. So, you know, no one calls me or anything. So I'm kind of working out. I like work, you know, I pulled my hammy like three weeks before pro day. So go through that. You know, my goal is just like, don't pull the hammy through pro day. So they send like me, Han, Whitaker, and maybe another guy through like Fuck, we didn't even do a blocking drill. We just did bag work, you know, old school shuffle between the bags, high knees between them. And like, all right, you guys are good. So and like, you're like, yeah, like, shit. This what? is how a pro is made. I was like, I, I was like, okay, well, they're not looking at us at all, you know. So right. I, honestly, I went back home. I just started, you know, making money really. And it was like two weeks before pro day, the Vikings and the Browns called. They're like, hey, we're going to take you up here for, you know, you know, undrafted free agent, come to rookie camp. I'm like, well, shit, you guys, you know, that would have been cool to hear before, you know, a week out, but. You know, I was still working out. I just wasn't fucking pass setting and run blocking, you know, doing that stuff. So we go up there and Rick Spielman was the uh, GM there. So, you know, JD's dad. So it was me, Han, Tommy, Terrell, and there might have been a fifth Husker up there. So it was kind of nice to have those guys. And Jeremiah Searles was there, too. So he kind of yeah. gave us a little bit of insight. So we go up there and it was I mean, they ended up taking uh, the number one center off the board. Um, I can't remember. He's an Ohio State guy that year. But yeah. Pat Eiflin is who it was. But. You go up there and I mean, I'm a pretty realistic guy. I thought I was, you know, kind of holding my own. But, you know, as a shorter center, you're either going to be the starting center or you better be able to pay guard tackle and all that. So, um, you know, just kind of from there, you're just like, you know, just just let's go. Let's go on. You know, going back, if I could redo it, it was probably like, don't don't probably tweet all that. You know, maybe try to go through the fall, you know, give it one full year, you know, because yeah. shit, how many leagues have popped up since then where you no could go make a 50K a year, you know, just yeah. go play some ball games. But, right. Like I said, I mean, I hadn't, like we talked about really no injuries. So it's like, you kind of really hit the lotto if you can still, you know, yeah. walk and talk at the same time, but right, you know, hey, that's a bonus. That is a bonus. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we went through there, but I mean, dude, when you're done playing, you know, my dream was always Nebraska football, you know? So you go there and you, you come back home, you move to the oh, dirty dude. LV and you have to re-identify yourself. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Take a shower. Really? You come back to old LV and you're, you know, that's, that's kind of what I tell guys now. I remember when B Riley ended up calling it good. I was like, Hey man, you know, the, if you're able to accept that, you know, nothing will be quite as fun as being an athlete, you know, life will be a lot easier. So, you know, that's just one of those things you kind of just, you got to do it, man. And yeah. I mean, it's really hard, you know, and you know, I'm a pretty strong mentally, mentally got, you know, mental guy. And it kind of makes me worry about guys that probably don't have their head on as straight as probably I do. Like, how the hell are they feeling, you know, doing in the real yeah. world? Yeah, where, where, where really, where they come from, this might be like their best chance. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's like, what, you know, what are those guys up to? Are they having troubles back home? So I think, you know, colleges could do probably better jobs of, you know, getting people out into the real world and kind of figuring out, like, hey, Dylan, do you have a job? Or are you, you know, like, how's yeah, we're not shit going? Yeah. You know, I mean, is, and, and I don't want to keep going back to this, but just like the military, the military yeah. tries to make sure that, like, hey, when you get out, 
they don't set you we up. want to make sure that you understand what an actual life looks yeah. like outside yeah. of the military yeah. you're you know a what civilian I mean? now yeah it's <laughs> yeah. funny that you say that because my buddy like i said he he got medically retired and he says like the military almost traps you in thinking that you can't make it outside of yeah. the military walls. yeah they like warn you over and yeah, over like, and you over you won't again. do anything out yeah. yeah so i know that was a big deal for him so his his idea was like let me figure shit out before i retire so then that way i can hit the ground running so yeah yeah kind of like the same thing but we we kind of do this you know it's like you either go to the military or you go to college so it's kind of like two different routes but yeah. you know they lead you almost to the same thing you know call it you graduate at the end of the day you see ya. <laughs> you have a life to live after whatever yeah. you're doing so yeah that was cool you know and i like being in nebraska you know a lot of my people are from here a lot of my friends are from here so yeah you know some people don't like running into their old high school people at you know walmart or whatever the hell you're or like on podcasts and you shit know, you so, know <laughs> i don't know i i enjoy it you told us a lot about your playing career had some awesome stories i'm, I'm so glad you shared some of that stuff because hell when we learn something new every time oh, yeah. you guys come on here yeah so yeah. indeed let's let's shift to 2022 the seat's never been hotter for scott frost okay. we didn't think it'd get hotter after last year it, it it's is it's as hot as lava oh, okay yeah. new staff new o-line coach oh, yeah. new oh, quarterback yeah. name a position probably gonna say new in front of oh, it yeah. okay mm -hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> dylan what like what do you think what are you hoping is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, you've gone through a staff change like that. Maybe not. I mean, besides the head guy. <laughs> I mean, we, we went through an entire staff change on right, the on one change. side of the ball. Culture change. Culture change. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Dylan, what do you think could happen or what, what do you hope happens uh, this season? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like any other, you know, when you first get out, you, you know, you want the Huskers to win, but I feel like everyone wants them to win even more now, you know, so. Last year was a heartbreak. You know, you could have flipped the coin and they could have been, you know, eight, nine wins. So this year you kind of just you just don't want to see the dumb mistakes that they kept doing over and over. You know, whether it be, you know, the first game throwing the football out of the end zone or the punt return. I mean, it was just game after game. <laughs> and, awesome. you know, that's what we talked about when you are you blaming the players or the coaches? You know, it's like, are you going over those things? You know, you can't go over every scenario, but it's like you got to prep those guys to be ready for, you know, crazy scenarios to happen. But. You know, we want to see, obviously, establish the run game. It feels like we haven't been able to run the ball in a long time. So, I mean, you got to you got to start doing that. The O line is going to be really fresh. I mean, you lose Jurgens, which is a dagger. Um, yeah. You know, with Teddy will be back. So he he showed really you know good promise last year. I thought it was I couldn't believe they started him. Was he a true freshman last yeah. year? Too? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he didn't have a chest hair or a pube or anything. I mean, and he, and he, he was face. And he's starting against Ohio State. Yeah, you so know, like, the yeah. right the Ohio State, but. No, I mean, he'll he'll probably have to be the anchor in there. You know, it seemed like he was probably the most, you know, proficient, you know, and just, just getting the job done. So you just want to see a good run game. Um, you know, JoJo leaving will be a dagger. I thought he played his ass off last year. So yeah. you kind of just, hope, you know, want to see leaders step into the role since, I mean, I don't know about you guys who are the leaders going into to next year. So we have like, we have like the third, what did we say? Second least returning production in the big 10 yeah yeah that's so so K I mean, your look, guess is as good as ours casey yeah. thompson has to step in and he has to be, he'll be a star he's gonna be no, a captain. No, 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 not just you say you captain know, but right. my senior year tommy wasn't the captain so right. it's like true you know those guys i mean you gotta prove it you know so yeah we'll see the spring ball has never been more important you know you got to establish a whole new offense you know verbiage is always different right. um play calls are always different so that that's going to be the dagger i mean just depends how much production they can get in the spring but they looked bigger. They looked faster last year. You know, they're looking the part, which when they first got here, the goal was, you know, you want to look the part against Wisconsin and Iowa. So they're playing harder. And that's one thing you love to see. I mean, I can't really like the wins were bad last year, but you loved watching the games. You yeah, know, they gave you something proud, you know, yeah, proud to watch, at least even though we went win the games, you know, it was great watching the Huskers last year. So it's got to be seven, eight wins. I mean, Mr. You know, Mr. Rogers, as you said, only got three years, you know, so where's the line of, you know, when do you get rid of a guy and when do you keep him for some, you know, more games? Well, that line becomes extra, extra wide, I guess, or extra, you know, forgiving. Yeah. If he's born in Wood River, Nebraska, and he's yeah. one of Natty for you. And, hey, and, and maybe that's how it should be. Okay. But that that line is. It's burning. It's is it a thick. hot line? It's burning up. Okay. Yeah. And and we want nothing 
other than Scott Frost to succeed and be yeah. be the next Tom Osborne. But I just think at a place like Nebraska, you should, you should be able to fall into six wins. Really, you I, know, that's it's a blue I, blood program. You man. know, I think that if you're coaching your guys and they're showing up and they're doing what you say, you know. I don't know. I, I'm always a guy. I like to watch my film before I make judgments. You know, it'd be nice to watch film and see who's messing up. And, you know, some people could say it's the players. You know, is it we don't have the Joes? Is the coaching? Is the scheme bad? You know, so mm-hmm. I always thought even at Nebraska when we were winning or losing, you know, you never really know why. You just hope that whatever the coaches are doing, it's the right thing because the player's job is to play. You know, I was never a guy to bitch about the plays or anything. So as long as, you know, they got to get that seven, eight wins. I mean, if you don't get the six bowl game, I mean, you don't, you don't just make a bowl game and you, I don't give a shit how thick that line yeah, is or where yeah. you're from or yeah, yeah so, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And we've always, you know, the thing that I've been preaching is just go to the, the, the Cheeto bowl game. Who cares? Go yeah. To the, Go what to the, the Patriot Distillers Bowl. The Foster Farms Man. at five and seven. Sure, yeah. we were sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dang it! Yeah. Hold on, yeah. hold on. It's got to. You got to get the five hundred, don't you? Yeah. We didn't that year academics, baby. I know. I know. <laughs> Big Ten. Yeah, good thing. Good thing you're good at school, right? Yeah, right. Well, hey, yeah. what, what happened Football to that guy. coach in the end? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Shoot. All right. Bowl game or bust. We're agreeing with that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, Dylan, just get into. Plug yourself. What do you What are you up to nowadays? Talk yeah. about your your 180 Realty Group. Yep. What's going on with yep. that? So I sell real estate in Omaha now. I've been doing it for two two and a half, going on three years maybe, um, with the local group. So been working with them. Like I said, Gina was on the group before, so that's kind of how I got introduced to that crew. She moved on, and I kind of stuck with those guys. So love them. They helped me out. You know, being like I said, re-identifying yourself into the real world isn't the easiest thing. So yeah, you know, joining those guys, they've been super helpful. Um, like I said, my my buddy that was in the military retired, so we have our painting company that we do too. So kind of juggling those back and forth keeps you busy. And then last year, I decided to start a, a scholarship foundation open, you know, Dylan Utter Play It Forward Scholarship for Papillion, Papillion South student athletes. Um, you know, when I was at Nebraska, I had the Buffett Scholarship, Susan Buffett, shout out, you know. So yeah. that paid for tuition um, and books, basically. So it was a no-brainer for me to walk on once I'm getting basically, you know, a free full ride still. Right. So um you know just wanted to get back it's like i said i love being in nebraska i love being a local guy so it's you know i got a good support system where you know it's pretty easy to round up some people to bowl on a saturday afternoon and donate money and and just go from there and i mean a thousand bucks can kind of go a long way for a kid whether like i said i told them if it's for books you get a little bit more refund i mean go spend it wherever the hell you yeah, want. yeah. Oh, for sure absolutely yeah. so dylan tell us when is this event where is it at what can people do to sign up and, and help in any way? Yeah, yeah. So March 26th from 12 to 3, it's at Mockingbird Lanes in, uh, in Ralston over there. Um, reach out to me usually on social media. You know, you could get me on Facebook with with my name or Instagram, Days with Dutter. But it's it's kind of however you want. Last year, some people showed up. Some people donated. Some people did raffle items. Um, kind of just, you know, it was a community, you know, crew that, that helped out. You know, I had a lot of people that put it together for me. And you know, like I said, last year we had Joey Burrow uh, sign football. We had the volleyball team sign a football. Nick Gates was there. So it was just kind of cool to get everyone back together. You know, I had some other, you know, former teammates and, and people come out. So no, it, was, it was a real good time. So this year we're kind of trying to grow it bigger, you know, maybe to different schools in the future or whatever the case might be. But it, it was a good turnout. So looking to do the same this year. Yeah, we don't need to limit it to just to the papillion yeah, school dirty. district yeah. the, the dirty dirty <laughs> the junkyard dogs right you can, you can expand past it. that i love the junkyard dogs. <laughs> you it's should just, just start signing things uh, as dylan the junkyard dog utter yeah, if they could just go back to a seventh eighth grade practice and hear our freaking <laughs> or a junior high coach just say this i mean can you imagine going back in time and, and telling mr wood Oh, I mean, he, he'd you wear those I mean? shoes that had the spring heel on it. If you guys remember <laughs> Hey, that. they're good for your back. Honor. He, like his voice was just it, man. But no, he was good stuff. So yeah, no, like I said, you know, grateful to be in Nebraska. Papillion La Vista has always, you know, treated me well. It's, you know, pointed me to the right direction. Had to go, you know, a lot of good mentors. So yeah. just kind of trying to do the same thing that people did for me and, and give back really. So it's been good stuff. All right, man. Well, hey, I mean, that look, that's two back-to-back guests that have a, you know, a pretty strong um, impact on their community. So, sure. bravo to you, Mr. Uh, yeah. Dylan, the Junkyard Dog yes, Utter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I should get a tattoo or something. You should. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you don't have one already. I know, I know. Shoot. But hey, if we'll you want a No Block No Rock tattoo, you know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> the first one. So. You'll be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Even And the only one. <laughs> Even dudes in LV don't have 
Hats like that. Junkyard dog? Like, or no, 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 no Bongo no, 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 Right. That's funny. Even well, no, guys in La Vista will be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, they get the barbed wire instead. Yeah. Barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, I think that's a excellent place to uh, to leave this episode. Um, Dylan, yeah. thank you so much for finally coming yes, on the sir. podcast, yeah. man. No, yeah. Episode 50 slash 51. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Say, you guys don't have anyone for a week? Just let me know. I'll come by and hey, shoot know. some more shit. So Hell that, yeah. He's got more stories, right? Yeah. I could, yeah. I, you could go forever. I mean, yeah, you could go forever. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Tell you. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, awesome. definitely. We'll, we'll keep in touch with you. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. All right. Appreciate um, it, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's sign off, guys. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Kyle Byers. Mike Delaware. Dylan Utter. And as always, GBR. <laughs>